think I have everything. I just have tabs open. That's about all my <laughs> research. Shana's research is next to her in the form of a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I have a real life person as my research. <laughs> you just look for the next line. Yep. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Hello and welcome to Original Remake, the podcast where we discuss an original film and its remake. Well, not always, Mike. Sometimes we don't talk about a remake. Peter, that's the name of the show, Original Remake. Well, yeah, but what I meant was the remake featured on the show is a sequel, a, a reboot, or unofficial retelling of the same story. So you're saying we're remaking the premise of this podcast? Yes, because just like Hollywood, on Original Remake, we are that unoriginal. Well, we are doing a movie podcast, Peter, so... Yeah. So joining me today is, I believe, the entire crew from the You Don't Know-ish podcast. I, I don't know. We may hear uh, the, the crew members in the background, uh, but for the most part, it's going to be one voice. So please introduce yourself, and if you want to, your, your sidekicks uh, to, the, to the listeners. Uh, hi, my name is Shana, and I'm from the You Don't Know-ish podcast. I do have some others here with me. I have Jennifer, who is my co-partner. She is laying on my couch across from me in the fetal <laughs> position with the blanket. Um, we may hear <laughs> some things from her. And next to me, I have her husband, who's kind of like our producer tech guy. Um, so you're going to hear from him probably as well, because he's very interested in the topics that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so I might need a little assistance from him if that's all right. This is the first time I've ever had a guest have like basically a research crew like with them support. I like this. This is It makes me feel bad about myself having no one with me. Uh, but yeah, tell people a little bit about uh, your podcast, what they can expect to find and uh, how you got into podcasting, how you started your show. Okay. Um, it's called You Don't Know-ish, and that's pretty much sums it up. Uh, we talk about crazy things, and we go off on rants and tangents, and we're vulgar, and we drink. And that's – right, Jen? That's pretty much about it. Yeah, we do. We find the hilarity in the ordinary. We find ordinary topics that we like to teach each other about, um, and usually they're not correct. It's, we don't do very much research, you know, just a little Wikipedia search, and then we just go off on tangents about those topics while we have a few beers and just have a good time. That makes me feel very comfortable as I did no research <laughs> for these two movies. Oh, I good. watched them. That's it. But I watched them too. That's about it. And I even have like the box set with all like the, you know, 40 hours of special features. I didn't even bother. I didn't touch that. That's, that's something that, that no, no time. That makes me feel so much better. <laughs> You might be very disappointed in me today. Just letting you know. <laughs> so, uh, where can where can people interact with you if they uh, if they want to throw tangents your way? Stuff that you all can give a cursory amount of uh, research to. We spend a lot of time on Twitter. That's our biggest social media platform that we use, and that is um, at underscore you don't know ish. We are also on Instagram. We just do some silly pictures there, and that is you don't know ish podcast. Nope. <laughs> Jen saying no. You don't know which underscore podcast. Yeah, I got it. That's that's why you bring a research team. That's why exactly. people there. have no clue what would be going on if I didn't have them. We have a Facebook page, but we do we don't do anything on it. We created it when we first started the podcast, but we don't post anything on it. So you're more than welcome to check it out, but you'll be sorely disappointed. Maybe you just need someone to start just commenting on nothing, and they'll they'll create all the content for you just on the show. Just have like that super fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. Yes. 
So when we were talking about doing a uh, a, a podcast together, uh, it, it came up as far as like your your likes, your interests, and um, the Alien franchise was what we kind of decided upon, which has become pretty, I guess, divisive. I don't know. Maybe it's always been divisive and the internet just didn't exist for like Alien 3 and it was early on for Alien Resurrection. But with like Prometheus, which just came out a few years ago, there was a very heated reaction to it. So I'm kind of, I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. Maybe your history with the, the franchise, if there was a certain jumping off point for you, if you've been a fan throughout the entire series or there's just certain films that you like more than others. Well, I, I didn't see the whole series. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I remember seeing Alien when I was a kid, of course, that came out in what, the late 70s, 79, something like that. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw it as a kid and I enjoyed it. I'm more of a horror movie lover and I don't consider Aliens horror. Oh, really? I, I don't. Um, I'm, they don't scare me. Horror movies. What? For me. <laughs> I know, right? You find this I'm, to be a relaxing trip through space? This is just totally normal? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> yeah I mean, they're kind of like us, right? Sort of. Just a, a vacation to uh, with a bunch of phallic alien things that have acid for blood. So pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I probably... Let's cut that out. Let's not say that I like that. <laughs> but no, I don't consider it horror. Horror to me is slashers and ghosts and goblins and monsters. So I've always liked aliens and and movies like that but it was never scary for me well that kind of ruins i guess my my other question there because i i do consider the the first one the very first one to be a horror movie i i think it drifts off from that like when you get into aliens it becomes just a big action movie you, know, you got you have ripley in a big like mech suit a lot of machine guns uh, the late mm-hmm. bill paxton uh yelling and screaming it's very video game ish um but I've always thought the first one was kind of like a haunted house type thing, the way people are separated and um, they're, they're usually sort of picked off almost by the slasher, even though the, the slasher here is, uh, you know, uses different weapons, like, as I said, different phallic things that come out of its mouth. <laughs> You're very fixated on this phallic stuff. I, I tell you what, when I was a kid, um, maybe I was just a late bloomer. I didn't really fixate on it, but as an adult, I was like, wow, this is just one big penis running around like this is I wondered if there was some sort of gay panic with this film <laughs> like <laughs> let's say you were being stalked by a large penis but uh yeah that's that's all all I have in my adulthood I've not matured much as you can tell um I have to go back and rewatch it now and just and, and from your your point of view and just it's terrifying yeah. <laughs> this it penis be. does not want to cuddle um <laughs> But I I thought that some of like with Prometheus some of the the backlash to it was due to the characters because in the in the first one you have people who don't know what they're dealing with right it's the discovery and as as an audience member you don't really know either it's the first one in the series but in Prometheus not only does the audience know better because it's the I guess fifth one but the characters kind of know what they're looking for like they're going to this point of their mission right. It's- what they are looking for yeah but do you think that makes people because i heard a lot of criticisms and i think they're valid there are a lot of stupid things these scientists do in prometheus there's a lot of decisions they make that don't seem to be entirely practical like you have one sequence where a scientist that has previously been scared of this planet sticks his face right up against like this snake-like creature uh-huh but I don't remember hearing any sort of criticisms of the original when people, as I said, kind of do that haunted house thing where they go off on their own to investigate. 
do you think that's just because, as you said, the characters know a little bit more, and so we expect more from them? I, I do agree with you there, though. The first one, I felt that they were really stupid. There, were, I watched that going, now, why are you doing that? <laughs> why would you do that? You know, the, the whole time, mm-hmm. like, that's so stupid. But you're right, they really didn't know, you know, what they were getting into. Um, as far as Prometheus goes, um, I... I, I I'm sorry. I'm staring at a robin right now. Look at that thing. Do you see how big it is? <laughs> Got distracted. There's a window and there's robin staring at. Me. I do like, not. Just- <laughs> but I want to hear from your research team as far as exactly what it is. <laughs> um, but for me, the same thing with Prometheus. They did stupid things, but you know that's what makes the movie. If they weren't doing those stupid things, then we everyone would be safe and we wouldn't have a an awesome movie to watch. So. So are you a fan of Prometheus? Did you like it? I am. I liked Prometheus. I I really did. Um, I saw it when it first came out in the theaters. My dad and I went to see it. um, And I enjoyed it. And my dad didn't really. He was like, meh, it was all right. And and I thought, I was like, oh, well, I really like it. I like it as a standalone movie. I think that it's perfect as a standalone movie. If you've never seen Alien, I don't think that you need to see Alien to see Prometheus. And I don't think you need to see Prometheus to see Alien. I think that as of right now, we'll see what happens when the rest of the movies come out. But mm-hmm. as of right now, to me, they're more just standalone movies. Do you think the reaction would have been more positive? There would have been less backlash if it wasn't being hinted at as like the next Alien sequel? Because that seemed to be the response, especially to the end of the film, was we didn't ever get to see the aliens. Like, where were the aliens in this Alien movie? But it's not titled that. It is. I mean, right. it is kind of a prequelish spinoff type thing and I, I agree with you it does i think it works on its own i had a, I had a good time with it even with all the, the stupid decisions the characters make uh but they've kind of backpedaled now now it is definitely they're going back to this is alien and in the trailers there are, there are those penises again like stalking <laughs> our characters <laughs> how many more times are you gonna say penis i am Just going for penis. a record uh <laughs> i'm gonna label this as some sort of sex education podcast to try to pick up more listeners um <laughs> Uh, what was the question? Well, do you no, think uh, on the brain. you uh, you made a point about them being standalone? And I, I think the biggest thing uh, with Alien and Prometheus is it's the first time that you had a director come back to do mm-hmm. another one. Like they had always they had, they always got a different person. It usually was like you know five to like seven years in between. So it's like everyone got to put their own sort of stamp on it. And I wonder if that's also contributed to the negative reaction of Prometheus was people expected this to be like, okay, this is a real sequel. Like all the other ones, people were doing like their own bit of like fan fiction with them. So do you prefer when it's like a different director come in, just tell like one story and then leave and then get someone else to come in and do another alien movie? I don't like that personally. (laughs) I, I, I would prefer the same person to do all of them. I had that problem with totally different movies but the um nightmare on elm street movies like they had a different director for every single one and they were all shit oh sorry you can i've said penis a lot so you can you can curse (laughs) as much as you want okay good (laughs) and i wasn't just saying penis to keep it clean i just prefer that to dick (laughs) or cock i like i like the word penis better i don't know it's scarier for me it's more clinical there's a lot of stuff coming out in this episode here. It's really interesting. <laughs> but I felt that way for the Nightmare on Elm Street, and and I kind of feel that way with Alien, the Alien franchise. But they were all good, in my opinion. Um, Aliens was fantastic, um, and I think that 
with Ridley Scott coming back, you're right. I think everyone's expectations were so much more. But now we have another one coming. And I think we're going to get so many more answers. And I think that there's going to be one after that. Did I read that? That there's I, two more? Yeah, I think Ridley Scott is – I mean, and he's an, an elder man. I think he's saying there's going to be like five more or something. Like he's yeah. – so I don't yeah. know if just he's he's just you know banking on that the retirement money is just the alien franchise, but he's he's cashing those checks. Yeah, already. I just don't understand why everyone was so upset about Prometheus. I mean, it was a great movie, and you had to have figured that there's more to the story that is going to be told. So why don't you just relax, all you people out there? Relax. It'll all come together in the end. Just relax and enjoy the movie for what it is. Yeah, there did seem to be a lack of confidence that we would ever get another Alien movie. There was an expectation that Prometheus had to answer everything, right, which right. is weird because as many sequels and reboots as we get now, like one every other week, I I do find that strange that they thought, well, that's it. There'll never be another one, and now we're just right. stumped. Yeah. And honestly, what is wrong with being a little stumped? Isn't that kind of what movies are for, to make you think and you know maybe – Put your own spin and use your own imagination. I don't think everything needs to be answered and put into a cute little box and presented to us. Use our That's own just- imagination? That's what we pay Ridley Scott for. Use his <laughs> imagination so we don't have to think. That's a good point. <laughs> I think one of the other issues I want to ask you, like, uh, you know, Ripley is seen as this great sort of, uh, I think she is like the iconic female action hero that everyone is sort of based on. So anytime there's a, uh, a film that has a woman in uh, sort of the, the lead, like Angelina Jolie's done some action movies, Charlie Theron is a number, got one coming out this summer. They always seem to be compared to like Ripley is number one on that chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very different female protagonist in Elizabeth Shaw played by Numi Rapace, who is not um, in a mech suit. She's she's not saying get away from her bitch. She's she's a scientist. Like she's she doesn't. And rewatching Alien, uh, I had to sort of reconsider because going back to that one, it's like you know Ripley was not yet Ripley. Yeah, if you go back to the original, she's not gung ho like Commando. She's scared. I would say she's probably not as freaked out as the Elizabeth Shaw character, but she's also not impregnated by <laughs> weird alien eye sperm or whatever <laughs> one of them <laughs> like i don't know i don't even think the film really answers how that happens but some the, the, the evil robot as always does something and uh did you like her character did you like that she's not necessarily like the the typical sort of action star that she's you know she's an intellectual who's just basically trying to deal with a lot of crazy shit yeah i, I, I I didn't love her. Let me just say that. I didn't hate her, but she kind of annoyed me a little bit. Is that the character or do you think that's the actress? Oh, that's a good question. I don't really know. <laughs> you I don't want to be the actress. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to assign blame to for. I assure you Numi Rapace is not listening to this. I hope not. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, yeah, I didn't really I didn't really enjoy her. She annoyed me a little bit. Um, but the whole scene with her giving herself the C-section with the, that was, she was pretty badass after that. I mean, it was like, she did that and she's like, you know, F it. We're going to, we're going to fight now. Um, even though she has her stomach stapled. So I think up until that point, I was like, she's just whiny and but passive. You would be whiny too, I guess. Right. If aliens were killing your man and, you know, but, uh, I think after that point she took a turn and, and I think she definitely, 
rose up and did what she needed to do. I'll tell you, my greatest disappointment is not with her. It's with Charlize Theron, who I'm a huge fan of. And I really like, I liked her character. I know you're not supposed to like uh, Meredith Vickers here, who is like an ice queen. Like she's, she's mm-hmm. cold and calculating. But I, I think that just because she's, you know, not evil, but she's decisive and, and, you know, I mean, she, she sets a man on fire <laughs> like to, to save the crew. I mean, you know, it's, it's not just out of, not that she's a psychopath. I don't necessarily like that the film uh, punishes her with a pretty, you know, spoiler alert, pretty stupid death. Yeah, that was a really awful death. I mean, oh, I liked her character a lot. I thought she was, you know, she's logical. She just needs, she's doing what needs to be done and she's not letting her emotions get in the way, which uh, you really have to admire somebody for. I don't think that I would be able to do that. But, you know, I really, but the death was all, I felt bad. Because I didn't, I you know, there are parts of it that I hated her and like this bitch, mm-hmm. but I understood and I'm like, okay, she's not really that awful a person to be crushed by a big rock. Of all the ways to die. I mean, there's so many ways to be killed in these scenarios. No, it was fun yeah. that way. <laughs> Instead of like the rock. She would be like the worst uh, football player ever. She runs one straight route. She never turns, looks for the yeah. ball, <laughs> doesn't go over the middle, <laughs> nothing. Uh, what what about the the use the continued use of uh, evil robots here? Did you did you like Michael Fassbender as his um, as this Lawrence of Arabia super fan who colors his hair and occasionally impregnates women with alien sperm? <laughs> I actually really loved him. I think he was probably my favorite part of Prometheus. I think a lot just- of people would agree with you because is he the only one coming back? I think for this sequel, I think he's yeah. the only one. Matt's. Possibly Are you saying yes? Possibly do, me too. Oh, you think Elizabeth Shaw, Shaw might be back? Yeah, Matt is saying that Elizabeth Shaw might be back, but David's definitely going to be in I it. love this research team angle. I love this. Like, like I'm, I'm obsessed with this now. Like, I have to. I'm going to hire people to come over. It's a good time. Good time. It's much easier on me, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's something that they've they flipped before uh, in, in a previous film where you have – you've had – I don't know if all of them have had – I don't think the third one has, like, an android – but I know four does the second, but they've, they've, they flipped it where, you know, why not a Ryder played a robot who was good? You know, she was not cold and calculating. Um, Bishop. Bishop. This is so great. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since I have one, aliens, was there a good robot in that one? If memory serves. Yeah. Bishop. He saved the day. Bishop was an alien. Oh, I thought Bishop was, what was why Ryder's character's name? I don't remember. She was in four. I don't remember. Um, Research team. Sucks. Uh, (laughs) Google it. Google it. (laughs) I I just wanted you to take the microphone and put it up to like a keyboard, like pounding on keys. Like that. (laughs) (laughs) But there, there are certain tropes that I think that I, I like that they go back to. And I wondered about having the robot. I think, they did something with his character. They don't do Charlie's theory where they, even though he does a lot of heinous shit, there's something really charming about him. There's something really charismatic where I feel like they have to keep him around. So I'm interested in what they're going to do with him in this next one, since they've already established what he's willing to do. Uh, and I don't know. I, di- I didn't know research. I try not to, I guess, spoil new movies. So I don't really know what the, the premise is other than aliens are back and they're going to attack this crew. Uh, but I, I, I did like that. I think it's, it's interesting with sequels and reboots, how much fans want the same, but then they sort of rebel if it's like too similar. So yeah. you've already said Prometheus 
kind of is on its own. You think it did a good enough job to be its own movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I did. I, I don't think that you have to know anything about alien or the alien franchise to watch and enjoy Prometheus. So what would you label? Uh, Prometheus was not marketed as a, a horror movie. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think it's, I mean, it's not, it's not really an action movie either. Is it just pure sci-fi just because it's just about scientists trying to answer a question? Sci-fi thriller is kind of what I characterize it as. What about the the first one though? I'm still, I still don't feel the first one was a horror movie and I understand your point. And even Matt, you said it was a horror movie too. He thinks it's horror because it was gory and the, but that's not what I characterize horror as, but that's okay. Is there? You mentioned earlier there's a you don't like when uh, the, like horror series or other series change directors. Is there a horror uh, franchise that you really like that sort of maintained one director's viewpoint? Because mm. I'm kind of stumped. I was trying to think when you mentioned that, and I can't really think of one. Scream, maybe. I mean, Scream was Wes Craven always doing Scream? Yeah. He did one and two. Yeah. Wow, that was a really good question. You stumped me on that one. I'm gonna have to. I mean, that, that's the thing with horror movies is there's usually so many of them. You're asking, yes. you would be asking someone to do like you know seven to ten movies, and they usually jump off at a certain point. But I don't think that you have to. I, 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 again, I don't think you have to have a series that that is that long. One or two or three tops. I mean, seriously, you gotta kill the bad guy eventually. I mean. <laughs> The Freddy and the Jason, which I love, they're mm-hmm. my favorite ever, but we got a little out of hand. Those just went way too far. <laughs> Should they have tried to do like uh, Alien and only come out like once every five years or so where it kind of limits the amount of times you're you're double dipping? Yeah, I think that would definitely be better. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, the, they, the between one and two was – or two and three, one of them um, was only like 10 or 11 months. It's like really <laughs> – <laughs> that was stupid. Uh, that's just my opinion. Well, someone, uh, a group of people need a paycheck that year. So they're just like, let's just keep doing this. Let's just go back to work. Put on the hard yeah. hat. Uh, all right. I think uh, for the most part, it's, you know, it would be blasphemous if either one of us said, you know, Prometheus is better than Alien. But I, I'm going to throw it out there because I, I don't necessarily think it's a an entirely ridiculous question. Uh, so which one, which one, if you're just putting a movie on the, my TNT test, if one's just on television, which one would you stick around and watch for a longer period of time? Would you watch the original alien or Prometheus? I would watch Prometheus. I, oh, I repeat your Twitter handle so people can, can <laughs> at you. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back to what we talked about before. And I don't want my Twitter handle on this at all. I don't want anybody to be able to find me. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, what uh, what is it about Prometheus that you just that you just enjoy so much? I, the entertainment value was better for me personally. Um, obviously, the effects are better because we're talking about so many years. Right. So, you know, it's more visually interesting to me. It's brighter. It's not as dark, and I'm talking visually. So, it's something that I'm going to pay attention more if it's on than say alien i would yeah i would choose prometheus but i mean there are a lot of people who say like you know older films look better because of practical effects as opposed to a lot of cgi but i think having the same director it's really interesting because you can see someone like he was 
visually interesting back in the late 70s and he remains visually interesting Ridley Scott because I I hate 3D movies uh, and I try to avoid them but this is one of the rare times I went to see a 3D movie and I thought like wow that looks fan-. like I could just look at it like a screensaver Prometheus so that was beautiful to look at beautiful. very beautiful and I think the effects in, in Alien were actually very well um, mm-hmm. for the for the day the time you know back then effects weren't great and I think for that time they were great that was the it wasn't bad it wasn't cheesy that the alien coming out of the stomach is was a little cheesy for me but all the rest of the effects i thought were really good it's just that prometheus is better and it's prettier for me i mean i i enjoy how they have the robot head on the table so the decapitated head but it's like you yes. know it's, he's just squatting down and just <laughs> i enjoy that stuff <laughs> uh i mean one one advantage is that Obviously, with uh, what they could do in 79 is they do have to make it darker and they have to make it more like a haunted house and hide things, hide the creatures, hide the ship. Yeah. Uh, but Prometheus, it is, as you said, it is far brighter. Like everything's can be out in the open. And our big monster here is some sort of giant, pale, bald uh, weight trainer, bodybuilder. I don't know. <laughs> like he is, he's the antithesis like of the, the monster. specimen yeah. of. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost said penis shaped head again, but <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've never heard penis so much in my life. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you come back to the podcast, and I'll I will try to program another movie that has what I think are a lot of penises walking Please around. Do. Please do. <laughs> we can do Boogie Nights. That's that's one of my favorites. Oh god, no! <laughs> Let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a disco dance movie, and I watched it with my elderly aunt. It was all bad. Let's not go there. That uh, That's what happens when you don't watch trailers or, or read too many reviews. Yeah. I guess you could watch the – well, no, I'm trying to think. You could watch one dance sequence on YouTube and probably be safe with your grandma, but <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think I have anything else. We both were we both like Prometheus, which I'm surprised. We both like you know Alien. I think I probably like it a little bit more than you. I don't know. My favorite's Aliens. I like the second one the best. I like um, the second one too. It it was very um. You I think you said it earlier, like 1980s video game. It was very Rambo like yeah, to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, which I guess is all right. <laughs> Do you think it maybe ages uh, a little worse than the original Alien because it seems yeah. sillier? Like, yes. I, I wouldn't be able to, other than, as you said, the effects. I don't know if I would say, like, the original Alien feels like a particular time period of movies, really. I don't – it could no, have been right. could have been 85, could have been 75. I don't, I don't know. But Aliens, yeah, right there in the middle of the 80s. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, red, the headband and the, the big <laughs> machine gun. It was very Rambo-like to me. It was like Rambo in space, but okay. I think Michael Fassbender is the only one who could pull off the the headband in Prometheus. I think he's the one that could put on many different costumes and be totally cool. Yeah. Uh, I just thought of the other movie we're going to do when you come back. Not Boogie Nights. We're going to okay. talk about Shame because there's Michael Fassbender and there he is, full frontal. There we go. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> the research team was like, yep, more penises. Penises. <laughs> All right, I'm going to toss it back to you to let people know where they will not, I don't think, hear too much about penises, certainly not as much as this podcast. Uh, I mean, we will talk probably about penises at some point, but I don't think it will be nearly as much as you. Um, I'll just have to – I won't give you a five-star review on iTunes. I'll give you a four-star, and I'll dock one star just because that will be my review, not enough penis talk. <laughs> All right, that's fine. 
<laughs> so tell people where they can they can leave a review, where they can subscribe, iTunes, all of that jazz, and uh, interact with you because you like Alien just as much as Prometheus. You don't like Prometheus more, right? Right, I do not. Because like you're giving Prometheus. out your social media handle right now. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you we you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podbean, and then like I said earlier, we are on Twitter at underscore you don't know ish and Instagram you don't know ish underscore podcast and Facebook, but don't even bother unless you're just going to start a conversation. I am <laughs> <I'm gonna start laughs> posting clips on there. Uh, it's a really funny show. I've become a fan. Uh, within the last couple months, and I, I just want to thank you so much, and for your team coming on. I didn't know I was going to get the entire crew, but I really appreciate it. We're we're a package. <laughs> I'm I'm not even going to touch that because I know where to go with that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just put that one right out there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests. Uh, next time, my guest will be my co-host, Peter. Finally, we're uh, going to be back out again for episode 50. We uh, have a bit of a special treat, I guess. Uh, we'll see. Uh, with some listener feedback, some questions, putting us on the hot seat, uh, and hopefully not taking me to task for spending my time with Ridley Scott's classic alien talking about dicks. But if you would like to take me to task, you can always contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Original Remake. Email us at OriginalRemakePod at gmail.com. Uh, or, you know, just uh, contact my co-host Peter and you can talk by my back. Uh, hopefully not, but uh, just keep listening. We'll be discussing The Truman Show and Ed TV on the very next one. I think yeah, I think they'll do it. That's I mean, it's about a half hour. That was funny. That was that was. I, uh, sorry, I talked about penises so much. But. <laughs> it made me <you> comfortable. <laughs>